Today's episode of the podcast is a very special one. It's one we do every single year for the second to last podcast episode of the year. Today, my loves, we are processing 2022. So this podcast is not a regular podcast, but it's an actual tangible practice. I need you to grab your notebook and your journal, brew yourself a cozy cup of tea, light some candles, and then sit down with me to move through everything this year has brought you. We actually move through this year month by month. We go into the hard stuff. We go into the beautiful stuff, the takeaways, the lessons, the blessings, and everything in between so that you can feel really done with this year before we begin the really important work next week of setting our intentions for 2023. I often find that today's practice is even more important than the intention setting one next week. So join me. Do scents evoke memories and transport you back to being on the beach during your favorite vacation? I know they do for me. Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil smells like summer or the beach in Aruba, bottled with all natural uplifting notes of mango, mandarin, grapefruit, lime, and cypress. But it's not just about the elevated scent. This body oil is clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and deeply moisturize, leaving skin silky and soft. It delivers that coveted post-vacation glow, like you just returned from a tropical getaway. And right now, you can get 10% off your first order with our code YOGA at oseamalibu.com. I love Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil. I use it every single day and I have for so many years. It makes me feel silky smooth and just glowing. This body oil is rich but never greasy and clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It visibly firms your skin, leaving you more sculpted and toned. No wonder I feel so great after using it. But it gets even better. With Osea, you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Osea's products are clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. They are a women-founded company that has been making seaweed-infused skincare for over 28 years. So bring on summer. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean vegan skin and body care at Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code YOGA at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use the code YOGA for 10% off. Hello, everyone, my darlings, my friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are officially here. It's wild, but we have come to the second to last podcast episode of the year, which means it's time for our yearly traditions to begin. Every single year here on this show, I finished the year with two podcasts that are both practices. So if you're new to the show, if this is your first year listening, I'm so excited that you're here. But so these last two podcast episodes that I record every year, they are not storytelling, what's happening in life, feeling kind of shows at all. But they are actual, real, in-depth practices that you sit down together with me and you actively participate in and do. 
So for these two podcasts, of course, you can listen casually if you want and just contemplate casually the questions as we go along. But I really recommend that for these two particular shows that you give yourself some space and time, that you sit down in a private place, that you really have that sacred connection to what you're doing, that it's not something you're doing on the go, but that you take these practices seriously because when we do, they can really help transform our lives. Today, it is time to process the year that has been. Next week, we are going to sit down for our big intention setting practice. The very, very last show of the year is always our intention setting podcast. And I've realized over the years just how challenging it is, or I'm going to go ahead and say impossible, actually, it is to genuinely do, to set intentions and to get really excited about and clear on everything we want to create and manifest and do in our lives and the goals we want to set for ourselves and all that exciting stuff that we want to do next year. It's near impossible to actually do that in a really authentic way if we haven't processed and moved through the year that's already been. Because the lessons that 2022 brought us, the insights that 2022 brought us, are what the foundation of our intentions actually is going to be. We base our intentions and longings and goals from what this year has brought us. So we need to have some clarity there. And I also find that on an emotional level, it's really important that we give ourselves some space to check in you know, is there stuff that came my way this year that I'm not really done with? Do I have some patterns that keep creeping up again and again? Is there something that I still have to process? Do I have tears left to shed here? Do I have some joy that I haven't expressed yet? Are there words unsaid? Are there unfinished business? You know, what else is there here that maybe I just need to give a little bit of attention and care and love to so I can actually let it go and move on? Every time when I sit down and I do this practice with you, it's always a really big eye opener. <laughs> I'm always in awe just of what I haven't acknowledged. And I look at myself as a person that does fairly, you know, a fair amount of work when it comes to myself and my personal development and spirituality. But guess what? Life moves really quickly. Life gets really busy. And it's hard to give ourselves the space to actually move through and process properly everything that comes our way. Hell, I've had days where it's just that one single day was really overwhelming. I just have to put it away for a while and I'll come back to it later. But then sometimes, especially with hard things, that later moment doesn't come, right? It doesn't naturally just arrive one day. And I think processing the year that has passed, it can be very freeing, super healing thing to do for ourselves. And of course, it's going to bring about tons of clarity. So I highly recommend that you take this practice seriously. I've even had years where I feel like this practice has given me more than the intention setting one. Because for our intention setting, you know, we're dreaming, we're longing, we're hoping, we're wishing, we're manifesting. It's the first stages of manifesting is getting clear on what we want, right? But all of that, it's future work. 
right? It's anchoring into what we want now so that we can create it in the future. It's looking into the future and dreaming of what we want to create and what we want to make happen. But the processing work, it's much more tangible. We can touch it. We can taste it. We can feel it because we have actually lived it. And I find that that part of the work, that part of manifestation, there's something about it that for me, it just, it hits me really deep every time. And I learn so much about myself every single time. So without further ado, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Let's jump in. So as we get started, there's a few things that you're going to need, not much, but yes, privacy. I really recommend if you can close the door behind you and just take this hour to yourself. I love creating a little bit of sacred space when I do these practices. doesn't have to be a big deal, but something as simple as lighting a little candle, brewing your favorite kind of tea, um, maybe lighting some incense, just grabbing a cozy blanket, making sure that you're comfortable, okay? You are going to need journal and pen. And this can be a shaggy old notebook that you found in the bottom of a drawer. <laughs> it can be a brand new one that you choose just for this occasion. But um, doesn't doesn't really matter. You want to be able to put pen to paper. What you do with these pages is going to be completely up to you. I have had years where the year that I just processed was so heavy that I just wanted to burn the pages. I just wanted to get rid of them. So you might feel the urge to do that, in which case it's kind of nice to not have a nice notebook, but to just be able to rip those pages out. I have had years where the year felt so beautiful and I felt like this processing work that I did was really important and I want to hold on to these words and then it's nice to keep that notebook for later, you know? So you choose, but pen to paper I find very, very valuable. There is something much deeper, much more um, takes us to a deeper place inside when we put pen to paper versus typing on a keyboard or on our phones, right? So pen to paper, very important. And now just as a little logistical note, anytime you need to or anytime you want to as we go into this practice today, where you find yourself needing more time, just pause the podcast, okay? For the sake of time, um, I move through these questions fairly quickly. I just take a little moment at the end of each prompt, at the end of each contemplation. So you are going to need more time than what I'm giving you most likely for most of these most of these prompts today. So just pause the podcast however often you need to. Okay, let's get started. I am so excited. You are going to find yourself a brand new page, okay? We're not going to mix this practice with anything else or anything old. It's a brand new page in your journal. And you, my darling, are going to write 2022 at the very top of that page. The first prompt we are going to move into, we are going to open with the general feeling that 2022 brought you. We're talking energy. We're talking that intangible vibe that when you just look back at the year that has been, what's the overall feeling that this year actually brought you? Without getting too detailed, without thinking about it too much, you're just kind of taking a breath here, closing your eyes, looking back. 2022 was, that's the prompt we are beginning with. 2022 was, you can write that down, give yourself a moment here just to feel 
without getting too detailed, without thinking about the specifics or what's happened or what didn't happen. What was this year actually? For me, when I, when I hold it, I feel a little bit conflicted. This was a hard year globally. This was a collectively, I feel, challenging year. We are in intense times. But on a personal level, for me, it's been a really beautiful one. And I think the, the overall vibe, the overall energy that I really feel, just if I really look into my heart, is that 2022 for me was grounding. After a year of a lot of upheaval and uncertainty, 2022 was grounding for me. How about you? 2022 was. Give yourself a moment to write that down. That could be a word, could be a couple sentences. Or maybe if you don't know, if I give you a prompt that you don't know how to answer, then you write that. I actually don't know. I feel conflicted. I need time. And then give yourself some time. And then from here, we're going to begin to get just a little bit more detailed. So I want you to start writing down the months of the year. And I find this to be really helpful. At least it is for me. This is how my brain works. Writing down each month of the year. So beginning with January, moving to February, March. You know the months. You've lived through them. And just write a couple of sentences of what each month was in terms of what you can remember. And you might have a month where you're like, blank, I have no clue what I did. You can choose to leave it like that because that probably means that actually that month didn't matter that much. Could also mean that you blocked it out because it was a really heavy one. So if you want to use your calendar there or your social media accounts to do a quick little scroll back in time to see what did you do in January? January was almost a whole entire year ago. So starting with January, you just write January was, and then feel into that vibe. What was the energy of January? What happened in January? Can you find some milestones, some highlights, some good things, some bad things, just a little bit of what January actually brought your way? So I, my favorite way to go about it month by month, and we're all different, you might want to get really detailed here and just go all in. January was exactly this, and this happened, and then I did this, and then I felt that. You might want to write a sentence or two, right? You, you choose exactly how you want to flow with this practice. But my way of going about this is for each month, I write the overall vibe. January was, okay? Um, so let me see here. January for me was transitional, full of transitions. We had just moved to Sweden. It was full of change, right? Transitional is that really good energy for January. And what's a high and a low? I just find one good thing that I can remember that happened in January, something that really was a highlight and beautiful. And then what was a low? Something that just was kind of challenging or heavy, okay? So we're going for vibe of that month, high of that month and low of that month. And if you want to get into the granular and go deep, you do it. All right. So beginning with January, I'm going to just kind of talk through, this is how we do these practices. I get a little bit personal. I talk through a little bit of my own processing while you write. You can choose to pause the pod and do it completely on your own if you want. As an example, January was transitional for me, full of change. We had just moved to Sweden it was also incredibly beautiful because we had a white Christmas 
And then after that, which of course was December, I'm not confused, but we had so much snow following that. We had a lot of excitement. The new year really felt like a new world, a new life. And my high for January definitely was ice skating on our own lake in front of the house. Watching Leia on skates for the first time and Dennis getting really good at ice skating, typical, (laughs) even though he's never really done it before. And just spending lots of time discovering winter, which is very new for our family together. That's a definite high. If I feel into the low, I think the low is just that feeling of not really knowing what we were doing with our lives. Being unsettled a little bit, we were still finding our footing and our way. Yeah, I can remember January being like, wait, is this, what is life going to be, you know? So that was my January. I want you to give yourself some time, some space to move through each month of the year, okay? I'm not going to do that word for word with you because we would be here all day, loves. But this is a personal private practice, okay? So you do it your way. When you are done, okay, so if you're fast forwarding or pausing, when you are done, I want you to take a really deep breath. Let's do it together. So huge inhale in through the nose. Open mouth. Exhale. And just see if you can let a little bit of that framework go. So moving a little bit closer to a feeling rather than just thinking about the year that's been. Moving to our next prompt, the intention that you set for 2022. I'm really curious, first of all, if you remember it. (laughs) Sometimes, and I've had years like this where I just, I spent time intention setting, spent, did a lot of work to get to that place. And then the year took me in a wildly different direction, just completely. And I lost sight of my intention. I lost sight of my word of the year. I had to really go back and think and wait, what did I want? Because that is not what life brought me, you know? So maybe you're remembering your intention. It's really clear for this year, the work you did one year ago. Uh, Maybe you need a little refresher, right? Or maybe it just says a lot about this year that you can't remember it. But um, the intention I set for 2022 was... Write that down. The intention I set for 2022 was, and just free write a little bit here about that intention. If you're not remembering, you'll write that down. If you have it really clear in your mind, you'll write that down. And just kind of take that little walk down memory lane and remember past years, last year's version of you. You were sitting here. Maybe you were listening to this podcast, doing this practice with me. One year ago, you have grown one year older. (laughs) Just hold that for a moment. That is wild. That is crazy. That is crazy (laughs) that today you are one year older than you were when you did this the last time, if you did this this last year. And hold the magnitude of everything that really came your way in 2022. You've learned a lot. You have grown a lot. You've had hard lessons and beautiful lessons and joy and excitement and grief and heartache and everything in between. So just take a minute there to remember yourself one year ago setting intentions for 2022. 
when I look at myself a year ago, I always, always, no matter what intention I set whenever I do this practice, I always feel a little bit childlike, like I'm remembering this slightly less mature version of myself. Like, oh, that was so cute. Like 2021 version of Rachel sat down and did this or 2020 version of Rachel did this because we do grow so much every year. I've never, I mean, we've never, I don't think you have ever had a year of your life where you didn't feel different than you did a year before. So as you are remembering and reminding yourself of your intention, just take a moment to check in. How did it, how did it pan out? Did you feel like you had a year aligned with this intention or did the year take you someplace completely different? Were you able to move closer towards your goals and the things you want to create and the energy you wanted the year to bring? Or did it feel really challenging and just like all of that was really far away? No judgment here, okay? We're not here to beat ourselves up that we didn't have the year we wanted to have or that we didn't make the things happen that we wanted to make happen. We're here to sit in compassion, with compassion and kindness here with ourselves and give ourselves some time and space to just process and move through what's been. My intention for 2022 was I wanted to come home to nature and I wanted to come home to myself. That was my intention. And I can so remember that version of me one year ago. I was desperate to feel at home, desperate to find a sense of belonging, of rootedness, of connectedness. I had so many dreams and so many longings. I could barely articulate all of them because I felt so lost. I, um, I can really, I could almost cry remembering just how rootless I felt and how desperately I wanted to set some roots. And I wanted to find that feeling of home. And I wanted to find land. <laughs> and um, now I'm crying sharing this because here I am one year later and I'm recording this practice, this podcast from our new house which is actually a farm <laughs> on land that is ours. Um, and I'm holding my hand to my womb where there's a, a little one <laughs> moving about inside of me. And just holding the, how grand and big that is, it just brings me a sense of complete awe and gratitude that, yeah, I didn't know that I would end up here, but here I am. <laughs> so I think that intention that I set a year ago, wanting to come home to myself, wanting to come home to nature, that definitely happened. That definitely, definitely ended up being the year that I ended up having, which is, I find fairly rare. It's rare for me to have a year where I feel like that intention I set a year ago was spot on. Because life throws you curveballs all the freaking time. But yeah, this year was a was a was a real one. Moving on to our next prompt. I wanna hold, I want you to hold the greatest lesson that 2022 taught you. And chances are 2022 taught you many lessons. <laughs> I mean, every year does, but just the, the biggest takeaway, right? Imagine yourself 100 years old. 
you're at the very end of your life. You're looking through notes that you have written down about each year of your life. Each year taught you a lesson in a big way. Each year helped you, each year helped you grow. Each year moved you forward. And imagine you're flipping through a book where you have one page for each year of your life. And on that page is written the lesson that you learned that year. When you flip all the way back to 2022, what did you learn? What does that page say? What is the lesson that you learned this year? And I think this is a really important one because once we get clarity around what the year that's been actually taught us, especially if the year was heavy, especially if we struggled a lot, if we had grief and heartache and pain, coming to terms with the fact that even in that we grew, even in that we learned something, even in that we moved forward, we expanded, we transformed, right? There is a lesson there and it's important that we hold and honor that so that all of that heartache isn't for nothing, right? So the greatest lesson I learned in 2022 was, the greatest lesson I learned in 2022 was, give yourself time and space here because this is one of our most important prompts for this practice. Pause the podcast if you need to. Sometimes in life, skepticism can serve you well. It can save you money, keep you from wasting a day at a timeshare presentation, and help you avoid spreading gossip. To be honest, when I am faced with a new scenario, I usually tend to be a skeptic until something proves me wrong. And if you're like me, you can probably spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack from a mile away and read labels like it's your job. That's where Ritual comes in. They know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds your standards. Their clinically backed Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin has high quality, traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Take two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption and you'll get nine key nutrients. Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. On top of that, Ritual multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified B Corp and made traceable. I take my vitamins every morning with breakfast. It's part of my daily ritual and I feel so good doing it. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash yoga girl. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash yoga girl for 25% off. For me, 2022 taught me that home is inside of myself. It's a place within myself but it's also a place I tangibly need around me. I need that feeling of home, not just within, but also without. And it's okay to long for that. It's okay to want that. And 2022 also taught me that when I am in communion with nature, when I spend time outside, when I have a spiritual practice dedicated to Mother Earth, I feel at home wherever I go. 
yeah, I feel I need to spend some time here journaling on this because I have a lot of big takeaways from 2022. Moving to our next prompt, we're going to stay here on the topic of just lessons and learning, but going just one step deeper, what did you learn about yourself in 2022? Okay, so the challenges that you went through this year, the amazing things that happened to you this year, the blessings that you found and the hardship that you went through, it taught you something about who you are right? It unveiled something, a truth about you. It could be something about your resilience and your strength, something about your needs, what you need to feel good in your day-to-day life. It might have taught you something about setting boundaries or how you relate with other people. But just take a moment here. This year, something I learned about myself was... This year, something I learned about myself was, what is something that you understood about who you are? Take a moment there to just get a little bit closer to you and how the lessons and blessings of this year actually revealed something about your character, something about who you are at your core, something about your highest self. Moving to our next prompt, when you look back at the year that's been, and especially holding the intention that you set for the beginning of this year and the work that you did around that intention. I want to get a little bit closer to the goals that you achieved this year, or if you're not a goal setting kind of person, the things that you manifested, the things that you made happen. And I'm talking big things and small things. I'm talking little daily achievements and big life goals that you might have set. Something that you intended to create that you actually did do. Take a moment here, okay? This year, I manifested. That's a fun prompt, I think, to go into. This year, I manifested. And just reminding ourselves that manifestation, it's not just about writing down serious goals for our business or, you know, home life or whatever it is, and then achieving them one by one. But manifestation, it's realizing and holding the fact that we have a lot of power when it comes to the lives that we lead. We are the creators of our own universe in a lot of ways. And the beauty that you have in your life, you manifested that. The relationships you have in your life, you manifested that. The friendships, the family, everything that fills you up and lifts you up, you made that happen in so many different ways. So in 2022, I manifested. What did you manifest? Did you manifest a solid self-care practice? I mean, that's a big thing if you did. Did you manifest a new friendship Did you manifest the ability to set boundaries and put yourself first? Did you manifest a project? Did you manifest a piece of art? Did you manifest a family? Did you have a baby? What happened in your life? Did you manifest a set of really steady, healthy routines for yourself? Did you manifest joy? Did you have fun this year? pleasure perhaps, creativity. I know you have created lots of things this year. So start just writing down and you can do a little bit more of a train of thought kind of journaling for this one if you like and just write down all the many things that you actually made happen. 
little daily stuff and the big picture stuff as well. Make it all, make it all there. Put it all there on paper, okay? I find this prompt is just fun. (laughs) It reminds us of our own power. If you had big goals this year that you didn't complete yet, right? Just because things that you wanted to do didn't happen this particular year doesn't mean that they're not going to happen ever. It's just that didn't happen in this specific time frame. Maybe the timing wasn't right. Maybe you're not ready. Maybe something else has to fall into place. Maybe you're waiting for something. Like we don't know how the universe works, right? And not everything happens in the time we intend and the time that we decide. So instead of focusing on that and, you know, feeling like a failure because I wanted to do this and I didn't do that, focus on the things that you did create because you created a whole life this year. Look at you. I feel proud of you just saying that. Like, look at what you did. And you did that in a year where there is a crazy recession, where there's crazy inflation, where there is war, like wars happening across the world, really unsteady political situations at the end of pandemics with craziness happening all over, like all over this, this whole planet. There's just madness happening. And you still made a life happen for you this year. I mean, that alone deserves just a standing ovation, I think. So spend some time there writing about what you did manifest and then feel the feeling of that. Hold yourself in the power of that, of what you actually did do. And then when you feel ready, so you go for as long as you can. You can't overdo this prompt. You can't write too much for this prompt, I promise. Take a moment to place your hands to your heart. Maybe you have a smile on your face. I definitely do. I manifested a lot of change for myself this year. A house, a baby, deeper friendships, solid boundaries, better sleep, which is something I have never, ever, ever said I did. (laughs) So just remembering those things and holding myself with some honor for that. I immediately have feel a smile on my face. I just feel proud. And I want you to feel proud too. So hold the power of you and what you have been able to do with some gratitude. Just a thank you right there. Next prompt, I want to continue here with the highs, okay, focusing on the good. When you look back at 2022, what was wonderful? What was wonderful? What was beautiful? Just look back and see what catches your heart, what catches your eye. Like when you look back, what was beautiful? Did you have some moments that just stand out, some experiences, maybe a trip you took or something you did or you know, a moment that you had or many moments repeatedly throughout the year. Just what was wonderful? Oh, this is also just makes me feel warm inside. Just remembering goodness. I love it. (laughs) We should do it more often. For me, that's really what a dedicated act of gratitude practice is about, is remembering and reminding ourselves of the goodness that is present in the world. So what was wonderful this year? Take a moment to write about that. I am just remembering the many breakfasts that I've had on our patio, drinking really good matcha, (laughs) like sitting outside in the spring sun when it's a little bit chilly, 
that was wonderful. Like that was really, truly wonderful. Building fires for the first time, like as an adult, that has been wonderful. Just doing that throughout like the seasons. It's been really beautiful. Cold plunging has been wonderful. Setting up a garden, planting seeds. That's been wonderful. You know, listening to my daughter learn Swedish and really master this new language. That's been wonderful. Hmm. Telling my husband we're having another baby, that was wonderful. If you get really detailed here with your year, with your life, you're going to find so much goodness. Little stuff, big stuff, everything in between. I find that oftentimes the more mundane day-to-day stuff is what makes me smile the biggest. So write down as many of the wonders of 2022 as you can remember. And now, of course... Since we are, we've been focusing on the good, we have to also give a little bit of space to the hard and the challenging and the heavy, okay? So the same way you look back and you check in with what was wonderful in 2022, what was hard? What was really hard? What came your way that was just heavy? That wasn't easy, wasn't great, something that you wouldn't have chosen for yourself, perhaps? What heartaches did you move through? What struggles came your way in 2022? What was hard? Take a moment here, okay? I want you to give yourself as much time as you do with the yummy goodness to make sure that there isn't an area of your heart here that you have set aside, that there isn't a part of you that you have shut down that there isn't a big feeling or a big experience that you haven't processed yet. Not saying that this exact moment here now together with me on the podcast is the moment you have to process all the feelings you haven't moved through this year. No, but you want to get the clarity around what that is. That's really important because once you're clear and you go, oh, hey, this hard thing came my way this year or this hard thing from the year before or 10 years before, suddenly reared its head again this year or this lingering thing that's been just following me for year after year it's here still you know hardship just works that way sometimes it's here and it's here to stay for a while you want to make sure that you know what's left to move through right you want to be aware of what's happening inside of your heart you want to know yourself intimately and deeply and it's okay to put things away for a while, right? As long as we know that we have. Because it's when we are unconscious about these things, when we are not present, you know, when we don't know that, hey, I have something traumatic here and it's big and it's impacting my life, but I've chosen to put it away and I'm not aware, right? That's when things get really tricky for us often. And we find ourselves getting triggered by things we don't know why. And, you know, relating gets hard. And maybe we start feeling physical ailments. Like we need to just be aware. That's it. And awareness is the beginning of healing already. And then once you are aware, you can take that to your therapist. Take that to your psychologist. Take that to your person, to your friend. Take that to your journal. Take that to your yoga mat. You take that to the work that you do, right? And then when the time is right, you will know that you'll be ready to process and ready to cry those tears and feel those feelings, right? So in 2022, what was hard? What was heavy? 
write it down, write it all down. And sometimes it could even feel really good to go deeper here, to spend more time here, almost like your word vomiting everything that was heavy and hard and challenging and unfair about this year. Just put it on paper, get it out of you and write it down so it's out there, right? So it's there. And what's interesting I find when we do these kinds of practices, we might find ourselves writing about something that we haven't thought of in a long time. Maybe you're like, well, this thing came up and I didn't even know that this thing was a big deal. Like I I moved on. This wasn't even huge. But sometimes things that we objectively look at as not a big deal actually to our tender, vulnerable hearts are. And maybe there's something that came your way this year that just needs a little bit of attention, a little bit of loving presence, a little bit of time, right? So write it down, write it all down. For me, when I look back at the year, what was hard. I mean, there was so much, so much, many wonderful things, but yeah, a lot of heaviness as well. Every year brings us that tapestry of everything, right? So the war in Ukraine, I cannot think back at 2022 without that being a a really big piece, really big part of what I would always remember this year as. Um, watching people struggle, watching family and loved ones struggle, Um, the unrest in the world, that collective global suffering and pain is always something that's impossible for me not to feel intimately. But this year I I felt that in a particularly deep way. The fear that that stirred up, like, that's been so heavy, so hard. I've also had hardship and struggles that came back from the year before. Things I thought I was done with where I realized, whoa, I haven't even started here. Pain from 2021 that I put away in a little corner of my heart and locked the door and put away the key, right? I wasn't ready to deal with that in 2021, but suddenly in 2022, it came back up and now I'm working through those things and that pain. There's also for me been a lot of just challenges within my family around fully finding our place here, particularly with my husband and him finding his way. That hasn't been easy. So there has been, of course, work, right? Struggles and hardship and work. And I want you to write it down as honestly as you can. Don't skip anything, right? You're not going to show anyone this unless you want to. Um, But if you can get into the shameful, the embarrassing, the uncomfortable, things that make you feel like, oh, no, not that, just write it down, okay? Just writing it down gets a little bit of it, sometimes a lot of it, out of our system, and that's always a good thing. When you are done, you take us however much time you want. Let's take a deep, deep breath. Inhale. Open the mouth, exhale. (sighs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Next prompt, I want to give a little bit of attention to your people, right? And it's important that we give attention to our people, our important people, so that we don't take them for granted and we have a moment to acknowledge how important they are in our lives. So who have you been the closest to in 2022? Who have really been your people this year? And I find that when I say your people, it's not a set amount of people that we're born with and then we die with them. You know, it's the same people all the time. It doesn't have to be your blood relatives or your closest family or anything like that. It changes all the time. Like who is your family? We choose a lot of our family. Who was important to you this year? Who was there for you this year? Who did you spend tons of time with? Who made you laugh? Write a little bit about the people in your life, particularly in the ways that they were present and showed up in 2022. And maybe there is someone unexpected there, right? Maybe you have a new friendship or a new relationship or an old relationship that came back to life. Or maybe it's the same people for you as every year, you know, but get some clarity around that. And then I want you to end that moment just with some gratitude. Okay. So write them down. My most important people this year were, my most important people this year were, and then write them down, write their names, anything you want to write down about how they make you feel or how they were there for you or why they are important to you. And then hold each person, hold the people in your life with gratitude in your heart. How amazing that you have them. How amazing, how incredible. Imagine if you didn't. Imagine how empty life would be if these particular human beings weren't present in your life. Like how magical is it that they actually are? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Moving to our next prompt, and we're going to stay with the topic of gratitude for a little bit. When you look back at this past year as a whole, what are you grateful for? And this is a fun little practice that I love to do where I want you to begin each sentence you write with the words, thank you. And you're going to get dedicate just one sentence to each thing or each person that you're thankful for. And maybe you do this fairly quickly and you do like 10 things, right? Thank you. And you say the thing you're thankful for, or you write the thing you're thankful for. But I sometimes begin this practice and I write pages and pages of thank yous. (laughs) And it's a really beautiful thing to do. It, It does something to our vibration. It changes something in our nervous system, I promise. So it might look like something like this. Thank you, nature, for giving me a home and providing me space to be every day. Thank you to Dennis, my husband, for waking up with a smile next to me, no matter what the day brings me. Thank you to our home. Thank you, Cabin, who held us for a whole entire year. Thank you, Lake, for giving me space to cold plunge and wake up so much this year. Thank you, Michaela, one of my best friends for being there for me and highs and lows and everything in between. Thank you, sunshine. Thank you, snow. Thank you, cappuccinos in the morning. Thank you, cozy fires at night. Thank you, Leia. Thank you, thank you. You just write it down, okay? And it can be a long sentence. It could be thank you and a word. But give each sentence, each line a thank you. 
and then see how far you get and let that come from deep inside and just see how many thank yous you can actually put on paper for right now. You'll feel in your heart and like, okay, that's enough. But it can be thank you for a hardship, for something really hard because it taught you something. It can be thank you for this planet as a whole, for being your home. It can be thank you to your mother and father. Thank you. See what comes your way. Thank you to the blade of grass growing outside your window. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next prompt. I want to take a moment to write about a lesson or a a hard lesson, let's say, that you don't want to learn again, or something that came your way that you definitely want to leave behind. Okay, I'm talking something you went through this year, something that came your way, and you feel really done with it, right? It could be that little thing that happens repeatedly in your life where like again and again, you find yourself in similar patterns and you don't know why you feel so done and ready to be done with it. It could be something horrible that happened to you this year and you just never want to see it again. It could be something you learn and you're like, no, not not doing that one more time, right? So something really that you're leaving behind, something you feel so done with. And if there is something, and you might not have anything, maybe this year wasn't, didn't bring you something like that. But I find most years there is at least something where I'm like, no, I don't want that feeling ever again. I'm so done with that. A lesson or a hard lesson that I learned this year is when I step on my own boundaries, I tell other people that they can do the same. When I cross my own boundaries or when I, you know, let that happen, I allow other people to step all over me. For me this year, I had to relearn lessons about boundaries, especially, I mean, mainly around family and challenging family dynamics. And there are some lessons there that I I don't want to do again. I don't want to feel stepped on again. I don't want to let people walk all over me in certain relationships just because that's familiar, right? I feel so freaking done with that. And I want 2022 to be the last year I learn lessons about boundaries because I've spent a lot of years now working with boundaries. What about you? What's a hard lesson you never want to learn again? Something that you don't want to have to repeat. Take some time to write about that. And I think the thing you're going to choose here, the thing you're going to intuitively write about says a lot about where you are in life and says a lot about the work that you have been doing this year. So spend some time here, okay? Okay, next prompt. We have these two prompts here. We're getting close to the end. We have two prompts here that I want to do just before we do a little bit of free writing because that's really, really important. But Every time, at the end of every year, you know, when we're, we're about to step into this new chapter, and yes, it's technically just the beginning of a new calendar year, right? It's like the same as any other day, but it's not. This is a big milestone. This is a big marker in your life. January 1st is a brand new year, 2023. If we choose it, has a different kind of energy. It's going to bring with it a different kind of circumstance. And so much of that depends on what we decide, right? How we choose to enter that year. If we choose to leave things behind and we choose to invite something new. So I want you to get some clarity around what you are leaving behind in 2022, what you are letting go of. 
something you are releasing from your life, something you are saying goodbye to. Okay. And I'm talking not goodbye and see you later. No, I'm talking a real goodbye. Something you are letting go of, releasing, finally putting down. So not just the hard lesson that you've learned that you don't want to learn again, but something that you really want to release from your life. Okay. And this could be a wound, a pain, something that you've been carrying with you for a long time. It could be a habit, something that you do to yourself that you don't want to do anymore. It could be a judgment, it could be a fear, it could be a literal person that you're feeling done with, a circumstance, a situation, a trauma. What are you letting go of this year, from this year, something from 2022 or something you realized in 2022 that you are really letting go of? Okay. Ooh, it's a big one. Okay, I had to pause there for <laughs> for feeling. But no, it's it's a big one. Okay, it's a big one. I'm letting go of. What are you letting go of? Or in 2022, I'm letting go of. Or from 2022, I'm letting go of. And chances are you need to take a moment here to pause the podcast, close your eyes, place your hand to your heart and just feel. What are you letting go of? What are you releasing? When I place my hand to my my heart, I <laughs> I could cry. Maybe you can too, just as you're feeling into this thing that you're releasing. I am letting go of, or something I really badly want to let go of, is this fear that we're not going to be okay. And it's a fear that, that I have felt my whole entire life since little, you know, it's an old, old wounding, old trauma, this feeling that, that life isn't a safe place to be, that any moment now someone's going to pull the rug from beneath my feet and everything is going to crumble and I'm going to be left all alone. That feeling has followed me around all my life. And it's a feeling of, of unsafety, of uprootedness, of... You know, it's, it's, it's the opposite feeling of home. And this year, I really dove into that journey of finding home for real within myself and outside of myself. And I'm sitting here literally with my feet <laughs> planted on the rug inside of my new home. And it's home for real. And I feel so ready to let go of that old trauma that life isn't a safe place to be, that there's no such thing as home. I am letting that go. I want to let that go. And as I can sense, I have emotions really, yeah, close to that. Probably would serve me really well to do a little bit of a ceremony there to release and actually put that down. And this could be the case for you that you come across something in a practice like this where you touch something very tender something very, very, that you need to approach just very softly. And if you do, spend some time there. Write about it and see if you can ask for some divine help or see if you can find your way to a ceremony or something more actionable where you can actually go deeper into that place of processing and healing. And for me, I love to burn shit. (laughs) 
I love to shake my body and then burn shit. <laughs> so shaking meditation for me is always so releasing and freeing and burning what I'm done with. It's very symbolic for me when there's something I want to let go of. So I might go into this a little bit deeper on my own. Um, but see if something there is tender for you, something resonates with you, something you are letting go of. And if you don't know how to do that, ask for help. Ask for help. State your intention that you want to let this go, that you feel ready to let this go. Because already that is the beginning of putting that down. We have arrived at our last journaling prompt of this practice. It's our very last one for now. I want to, or I want you to give yourself some space and to really hold and contemplate what you want to bring with you into 2023. Okay, we've talked a lot now about letting go and surrender and putting things down and what we're done with and hard lessons and things, but there is a big takeaway from this year. There is a huge epiphany, a learning, a realization, a holding, an embrace of something that you want to take with you into the next year. Even if this year was the hardest year of your life and it was all crap and you just want to close the door and forget about it, there is a nugget of gold in that hardship that you should take with you into the next year. There is a learning a blessing, a gratitude, a relationship, a situation, a something that you want to bring with you into this next year. So find that. Look back at 2022. What is that nugget of gold? What is that little diamond? What is that little gem, right? The realization or the lesson. Into 2023, I am taking with me. Into 2023, I am taking with me write about that. What are you bringing with you? What was a joy or a gratitude or something beautiful and lovely that was actually really important, right? That has shaped you, that has transformed you, made you grow, that you don't want to forget about, that you don't want to put down, right? Something that's actually valuable for you and maybe crucial that you bring with you into this next year. So some little gem from this year that you really want to hold on to. Take a moment to write about that. Okay, my darlings, we are coming to a close. Well, before you stop journaling, okay, we have given you a lot of prompts. They've been fairly specific. Take some time just for yourself. Okay, so without my voice in your ear, just when this podcast is over, just to free write. Okay, free write, meaning you just put pen to paper and see if there is something left. Chances are there is a question or a contemplation or a prompt inside of you that's really specific to what you need right now. Something that needs to be put down on paper. Okay, a question for you to ponder, an area to go into that is really unique and special just to you. So take some time to free write about this year or about anything that has come up as you've done this practice right now. Maybe you find yourself going back to one of the prompts we did early on because there's more there. You want to go deeper there or it opens up into something different. Trust your intuition and just write and write and write. If you want to, and I find that for me, at least personally, this is what makes these kinds of practices really come alive and begin to make a change in our lives. 
It's when we start to share and talk about what we have learned, right? When we take these realizations, these these hardships, what we've contemplated here today, what we're realizing, the processing work that we're doing, we take that into our relationships and we talk about it. So if you feel safe and you have those solid relationships where you can do this and be seen and heard, share. Like, you know what I learned about myself this year? Or hey, you know what I'm never doing again from this year? Or hey, you know the biggest takeaway from this year? Like, talk about that. Talking about it helps us integrate in a different way. And then, of course, being listened to and heard and seen is a game changer, right? It really, really is for healing. So if you have a good friend or a partner or a person, the people in your life, right? Those important people, take a moment and do a little version of this practice together where you just share and talk about it and you listen to each other. It really is a beautiful way to go even deeper. If you feel so inclined as you look back at the pages you've written, and maybe you're going to turn this podcast off now and you're going to spend another hour writing, right? I don't know. Maybe you're done. Maybe you're not. You want to be done before you begin the work of intention setting, okay? I find that to be very important. You want to feel like 2022, at least the version of 2022 that lives inside of you that's been alive, like you've tied her up in a pretty bow and you're like, okay, There might be processing work left to done, but I'm aware of what that is, right? I have done this work here now. I feel ready and done with 2022. That's when you begin the practices of intention setting and beginning to contemplate and think about and journal on intentions and goals for next year. But be done with this first, okay? It's important that you do this in the right order. And when you are done and you look at this notebook or these pages that you've written, Just take a moment to really get clear on the feeling. Like when you feel, because you're going to have a physical manifestation of all of this inner work, right? All of these emotions, all of this energy, all this contemplation and mind stuff, like it's all there. You can touch it. It's tangible. How does it feel? Like how do you feel having that in your sacred space, for example? How do you feel having these pages in your house? Does it feel good? Like process, this work was done. Okay, moving on to the next year. Or do you get like an, kind of an icky feeling like, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to look at that again. Because chances are you might feel great burning that. If you, if you have a fireplace at home, if you don't, a safe place to burn pages is in the sink. I'm trying to think of other safe places to burn stuff. Just be really, really safe. Okay. Really, really safe. Fireplace, obviously best place to burn something. But some years, as I said in the beginning of the show, it might feel really good to just be rid of it. You could also just tear it up in tiny pieces and throw it in the trash if you want. Just really get that feeling of, hey, I'm done with this year. But maybe you feel good about keeping it. And then every year you keep your processing work and you can look back at it at a later state. Okay, you choose, you decide. I want to thank you so much for being such a big part of my year. For me, one of the biggest gratitudes of this year definitely is you. The fact that you're here with me, listening to me sharing and talking and being here with you, it changes my life. It absolutely does. It, it's life-changing for me that you're listening. And I'm so grateful that you're here. And I so love doing these practices with you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Okay, enjoy the holidays. Take really good care of yourself. And I'll see you next week for our big intention setting practice. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoy the show, make sure you listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart. This was a presentation of Cadence 13 Studio, and I'll see you next week.